And three, two, one. Hey, y'all. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 20. We've made it five months. We have not been canceled yet, Kevin. Um, I thank think, God. I think that's like a celebration right there. If we hit six months, I might pop some champagne. I'm not sure yet. We'll figure it out. Um, yes. But tonight, guys, we were going to have a, a, a slew of guests. But because life happens, the world changes, and things just shit the bed um we brought our man back though ronald our first guest is back yes ronald give us a little life update how are things going since what november was the last time we talked to you on here yep man dang november several months and so crazy times got the um birth of our first child just right around the corner in april so a lot of prepping for that um you had preluded to this uh merit um right before we started recording but and so if you recall the last conversation we had was about my top five and one of those um in the top five i did not own i now have those shoes in my possession and so i'm actually quite excited to show them off there because they are quite beautiful just the detailing all around um what else let's see just a lot of house improvement projects um going about and so just getting that business on there just trying to stay on top of things man because like you said just life life keeps going so do you know feeling good though excited do you know the gender of your kid do i have a baby boy nice gonna be um robert hendrix hidalgo oh that's that's awesome i like that i'm naming him after amanda's grandfather yeah and the middle name is probably what we're going to refer to him by more loosely, Jimi Hendrix. Um, just we wanted something a little more fun, a little more funky. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. Hendrix. That's yes. so dope. I that's love so that. Awesome. When you told me that, I was like, oh, my God, that's like perfect. Oh, my God, that's yeah, perfect. Name. Um, Kevin, how are you doing? How is uh, the new new gig going? You know, the life has been moving super fast. If anybody has been following my social media, I've just been working and working and working out here. But we're having a great time just out here doing what we're supposed to do and taking it one day at a time. Um, super blessed for the new opportunities in life. And yeah, we're just letting the good times roll. You know, me being very excited to be here every Tuesday with you guys is one of my favorite things to do with Merritt. Him having to deal with my BS every Tuesday. Shout out to him for not I don't canceling deal with me it. yet. I, I don't deal with it every Tuesday. I deal with it basically on a daily basis. That's a good <laughs> point. But, you know, bless Merritt for dealing with me on a regular basis. But, yeah, this was, you know, supposed to be a celebration. Unfortunately, our guests couldn't be here. Um, But, you know, I've, you know, we're on episode 20. We keep on climbing. Maybe, you know, episode 20, maybe episode 30, episode 40, if we get there, or episode 50, then we'll have the big shebang with everybody on here you know we just Ooh. definitely want to say i think i think 50 episode 52 we make it a full year i think we have some of our top guests back and i guess we'll bring back uh ronald again for a third time maybe <laughs> <laughs> i'll stumble my way back on here i mean i still feel like there's some things that ronald would be down to talk about uh like that he'll be oh, you, yeah you proposed again. the idea of the, like the top 75 draft like a little fantasy draft jump like, we, we'll, we'll probably we'll probably do that in the next yeah. episode or two um so to let everyone else know that's listening um if you didn't pay attention to all-star weekend we'll, we'll talk about that but they did the top 75 and they ranked them in order i don't necessarily agree with some of their ordering i i didn't see it until like I think yesterday I looked through it and I was like, yeah, you uh, had like, like, I think it was what eight different teams that were picked basically. and then they, and they had four wild cards that, so people that didn't make the 75 yet for them were get four teams that they wanted to snag a wild card. They could, uh, and it was all pretty much TNT people. So like the NBA inside the NBA guys were one team, yeah. the NBA on TNT Tuesday crew was one team. Uh, Jerry West has it has had his own team. Dominique Wilkins, DL Hughley, and Quavo had their own teams. But shout out to them; they didn't ha- do too bad. Sue Bird was another team on there, and it was a fun time. So I would definitely want to have Ronald back for that one if you're interested. If you remember my buddy Cyrus from the wrestling episode, mm-hmm. he is a huge basketball guy. So Cyrus, if you're listening to this podcast. 
This is your heads up if you want to join. And anybody else that wants to talk basketball in here, I think we would have a lot of fun. Because I always feel like our draft episodes are really fun for some odd reason. That one would be a fun one. Um, I do love that Michael Jordan flew from, what, um, Daytona. From Daytona, after watching um, his team come in, I think, second or third in the Daytona 500, get mm-hmm. on his private jet and fly up and still get up to Cleveland in time for the whole ceremony and to shoot the shit with all the players that were there. Um, and I think I saw someone po- like say something like Jordan still looks like he could play. I saw a picture of him. Oh my God. He, he does. He literally looks like he could be like the sixth, seventh guy off the bench, like off the bench, come in, give you about 20 minutes a game, give you a couple buckets, but still it's Michael Jordan. So I think he would, be phenomenal it'd be awesome to see a 50 something year old basketball player out there just dominating these young kids like i could totally see michael jordan pulling up to your local rec and just you know for 20 minutes at a time you know just put up buckets on these fools he'll come in real quick he'll probably go have to change he'll he'll match from head to toe perfectly and he'll just absolutely slaughter guys on the court so yeah, and he, I think there was a video where he's like, he went to Magic. He's like, yeah, oh, he's, 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 he's the one-on-one. best. I got my shoes on the car. We can go one on one right now. Yeah, he called him an old Fake man. Face too. Fake face too. Yes. <laughs> Every you time. Know, um, who was it that said that Jordan wasn't number one, but give, said LeBron was? Is it worthy? I thought oh, I saw God, somebody I say that. that um, he they interviewed really? him like, why didn't you take Jordan? And they go, well, you did it. I'm like, you're just kind of upset because jordan beat you like just stop um but no i thought i thought that was good let's kind of jump into all-star weekend i honestly didn't watch much of it besides part of the uh celebrity all-star game which those jerseys were fire for the first time ever those jerseys were actually dope um what they did and a very 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 bad dunk contest yeah, I mean, so I never have a chance to watch All-Star Weekend because I'm usually working the weekends. So this was the first time I was like, oh, man, cool. I could watch a little bit of All-Star Saturday night. Cool. This is going to be fun. So I sat down. I got home just in time for the dunk contest to start. And I honestly watched the worst dunk contest I've ever seen in my life. NBA, non-NBA. It was the worst dunk contest I've ever seen. I've were- never seen so many, like, I think the reactions for the misses were louder than the actual dunks. I love that there's a video oh. of Kareem getting up, grabbing his 75 jacket. And Calling ass out of there. Out. And then Shaq's face, like, really? Like, what are we watching? I'm sorry. Obi Toppin's little, I'm going to bounce it off the backboard, but I'm going to, doesn't look like I really did anything dunk to win it oh, oh, garbage. he might as well, might as well just i like that obi had to make a point to like look at it you have to look at it look at it with a close eye he immediately pointed out because he knew that people wouldn't be able to see it that was tells so... me that was just a bad dunk to begin with that whole, so all of it was bad yes ronald what, what were your thoughts on all-star weekend sir <laughs> that's actually pretty straightforward so something i realized as i get older i get less interested in all-star weekend and so i didn't really watch all-star weekend i watched the highlights i am 100 over the celebrity all-star game just no just i have no interest in it It, it's fine quavo (laughs) justin bieber whoever hops on kevin do what they do i just don't have any interest in it the dunk contest is such a hit and miss thing and so people referring back to like what 2016 2015 when we had 2016 and gordon and so when that was hype and even then i you know, I always took in, I took interest in it, but um, coming into this, looking at the names, just eh, skills challenge. It's cool to watch, but it doesn't draw me in. Three point shooting, like it's fun to watch someone shoot over and over to an extent here. And again, and so I just the All Star Weekend is not that exciting to me, especially the game itself, where it's not really a game. Just hey, let's lightly scrimmage. I'm like, that's cool. That's fun to watch. Um, you're not gonna draw me in with that. Like, I'd rather watch some just legit basketball here. So I'll tune in then. I like everyone having their rest, having their time. So let it be because everybody just wants to relax, especially the players. But when you 
I'm not gonna lie. When I heard that, <laughs> I think more Tim's. Oh, yeah, Cole Anthony walked out. Oh there. God! Hey yo, I'm like that ass. <laughs> uh, I merely thought of you, Kevin. Like, oh my God! What do we think of this? I I get it, but then it was like just, it wasn't even a good dunk. Like the fact that it took him like ten attempts to like get the dunk. Like I I honestly like they gave him like sevens just for out of spite because he finally made it. But at the same time. Like those dunks, once you miss it the third time, You're or done. you like just don't grab the ball, it's over. You've lost the crowd already. And is because if you remember back when we were younger, the minute you they elevated, that was considered an attempt. Yeah, you it was had, over for them. You had three attempts typically when we were younger. It was all right. You tossed it. If you threw it up and you didn't jump, that wasn't an attempt because you're trying to get the angle right, and they all understood that. But when you jumped and you made an attempt, like you made an effort to get to that rim and try to dunk, there was one. There was two, like, and then after your third one, they gave you basically, I think they did it out of spite, gave you ones or twos just so that you got a score and you didn't get yeah, a zero. Yes, so you didn't get a zero. But you like, know, shout out, shout out to the best ever dunk, Daryl Armstrong in the 2000s, where he just did a backwards layup because he just couldn't dunk it. And that's what, Cole Anthony reminded me of. I was like, this is Daryl Armstrong, like in the early two that like the 2000s. He's trying to do his dunk, but he, he he don't have it. And he officially said on Twitter, he's like, I'm never ever dunking again. Layups is what it's gonna be. Yeah. I think All-Star Weekend, if you think about it as a whole, I think it just needs a whole entire revamping. Um, like for example, like we Stephen talked about a, last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about last week for the all-star game. Like, if you take the idea that the nhl they take one person from each team and then if you put them on you could like split them up into two teams and then you have eastern conference versus western conference and then the winner whatever conference wins that conference would get home code advantage for the final so at least it means something like the way baseball does it and i think Stephen a brought up a point for the dunk contest like Everybody knows that the guys in the NBA, they don't want to get hurt. They don't want to get injured from doing this thing. So why don't you go around, go to your local parks, go to L.A., Chicago, New York, get your top dunkers there, and then have one of them pair up with their favorite NBA all-star. They do a little bit of, like, half the money goes to a charity of the player. The other money goes to the, the, the guy dunking. And it would draw interest that way. And you would actually have a show instead of watching the debacle we had to deal with this weekend. I think you, you would, you, you would have more fun watching like guys that are like, nobody knows that are actually going to try and have a great time and put on a show for the people, as opposed to watching guys that are really, truly just going through the motions and make sure they don't hurt themselves. Yeah. I agree with that. I would, that'd be more entertaining. I would love the simple fact that, we, we talked about it last week. If, like, they split it up into, like, four-on-four four and did, like, a round-robin tournament, like, that Sunday, just for fun. Like, yeah. Play half-court. Do three-on-three. Three. Pull, pull with a big three and be like, hey, you know what? Take your two best big three teams. We'll do a small round-robin tournament throughout the weekend, like, just in the back or whatever. And your two teams versus our two teams or whatever it is, like, we'll, we'll see who the better of the teams are. That'd be cool. And I bet Ice, be. Cube, Ice Cube probably sit there and go, money. Like so, even, you know, you know what I would even be more entertained with? Do you remember they used to do this with the all-star game where they would have like, it would be an NBA player, an NBA legend, and a WNBA player. And you have NBA them play player. three on three. They have different cities and just have a whole mm-hmm. round robin tournament, all of them. Like that would be more exciting than what they're giving us currently. That would be dope. I forgot about that. Way to bring that one back around. That actually was a pretty fun event to check out. You recall the time period when they did horse? Yes. Yes. That that was actually won that. That was actually fun to watch because it was like most random shots they could ever think of. And I'm like, okay, this is entertaining for a little bit. And I'm going to get bored. But they, but at least to switch it up, I think that would, yeah, yeah. they got, they just got to switch it up. That is really what's key. I saw a tweet today. It was from a, a MLB player, <laughs> and he goes, 
So every all-star game should be canceled besides MLBs because he goes, we can't pack it in when there's a pitcher throwing a hundred mile an hour fastball down the middle of the plate. And when the ball's hit, like we have to actually try to play because there is something on the line for us. He goes, everyone else just cancel your all-star games. Like this is crap. I'm like, <laughs> you're not wrong about that because I don't want to watch it. It's boring. I, th- I still like our idea, Kevin, find 12 random people from all across the United States. Let them come in and play a basketball game for fun. You know how many people, I bet, I bet you get more people to watch that, watching just normal people play basketball and look exasperated running up and down a full NBA court and dying than anything else on that TV during that weekend. I mean, like, you know, you, you, you say, Hey, your team, team of six on six, 12 guys, winning team wins a million dollars. The other half, the secondary team gets, you know, 250 grand. NBA got the money to do it. And then, or if anything, you know, those players, they represent, you know, LeBron or Giannis. And then 500K from the NBA goes to their favorite charity. Like, they can make that happen. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Any other thoughts, Ronald, before we move on to the next silly topic we have here? We should get a petition going. We really want to make this happen if you want to take it seriously. But no, yeah, what the NBA does with the All-Star Weekend, bleh. (laughs) (laughs) Bleh. That might be the best way to sum up NBA All-Star Weekend every year. Um, So this is interesting. The MLB and MLB Players uh, Association are still under a contract dispute, so they haven't done anything. They, I guess they met a little while ago and they actually had meetings, which is good. But spring training is basically getting pushed out to the beginning of March. We should already have spring training going on for the past week. Um, mm. So I know, Kevin, you're not a, a baseball person, but it is big. It, it's That is a those, big deal. One of those things where, you know, I guess the players are fighting over the fact that we saw a huge inflation rate throughout this country this past year of seven and a half percent, but they didn't see an increase in their compensation to make up for that percentage. So they technically, and I saw like someone talk about it and they're like, well, if you didn't get a raise, you lost money. You, you did not make the adequate amount of money, what we should be making now. I'm like, Oh, good way to think about it. Because all I think about is these guys are rich. I don't really care. They make a lot more money than anyone else playing a sport. Um, besides like NASCAR and Indy car drivers, but it is interesting. I don't, I don't know if they're actually going to even make a attempt to salvage this spring training or what they're going to do. Do you think this is a precursor of them not having a season? I don't think so. I don't think they'll let that happen. The owners can't let that happen. And the players, you know, they can't let that happen either. If you take a year off from playing any sport, what happens the following year is you're just not as good. You, you take a year without playing and being competitive. Um, no, I, I think last lockout in the MLB. I, was I, think, I think it was the last um, with the labor dispute. I think it was like a couple, like probably five, six years ago, but it wasn't this intense. It wasn't like, Oh, we're going to hold out for a long time. It was like, all right, winter meetings, hold out, hold out. Okay, we're that makes sense. Let's do that. And then they were back on the, the diamond. So I think the true the true last lockout, I think, was not in the 90s. I, I remember 96 sounds I don't know why that's in my head, but I feel like 96. 96, yeah, because the Yankees won, I think, in 97, 98, 99. Because 96, there was some I remember there was some deal that like the Yankees would have gotten somebody big, but because of the labor disputes, everything just got shut down and trade talks like broke broke apart at that particular winter meetings. But yeah, baseball, they need to get it together because, you know, everybody, people, I'm not, not like me. I mean, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but I can appreciate it. And, you know, that's the, that's the sport of the summer. We know. We also know what the world is like without our sports too. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know what? I don't really know if I, I'd care too much if baseball wasn't on TV. I'm outside all summer anyway, so like I do want to acknowledge longtime of Nationals Ryan Zimmerman retiring after oh. being with the team since 2005 when they had um, brought the oh. franchise back. So just a little bit of respect there for the OG. I didn't OG. know he retired. Good for him. He had a good career. Yeah, he's been there for a long time. Wow. 2005, damn, that's a lot. Drafted. Drafted by the team. Yeah. Seven, that's a 17-year career. Holy shit. That's a hell of a career, though. 17 years. Anybody that plays, like, 12-plus years for a professional's career, that's pretty awesome. I would say 10. I would say 10 years is pretty good, like, especially in baseball because you, you don't – sometimes these kids come in, yeah, they're, they're right out of college or right out of high school, and they come in and play right away, but – a lot of them, you go play in the minor league. So you're in single A, double A, triple A. And that takes like four years in its own right there too. Yeah. And you get paid jack shit money. Yeah. It's, I love watching all the videos of like triple A players and you're like, Oh, look at my hotel room tonight. Oh, it's a cot on the floor. Another cot on the floor, bed on the floor. Oh, look, <laughs> oh, look at my meal. Uh, it's a cheeseburger with no cheese. Okay, cool. Like it's because you had it. Cause they had to save money. Cause of budget yeah. cuts. Yeah. Budget cuts. <laughs> Um, and they have to do their own laundry and they have to do all this stuff, like all this crazy stuff. I'm like, how does the MLB get away with not like they're associated? This is their like minor league. How are they not being held to a higher standard for that? I don't know. It just makes me think of like, you know, Merritt, you and I are sport management major. And like, if you ever have like a baseball internship and like they give you like a compensation, but it's like literally dirt. Like you might as well just like crawl for like shreds of money because it's like you'll kill yourself for like ninety hours in a week and like get barely anything for it. That's that's like my first job out of college. I made nothing. <laughs> it's I mean, horrible. I know. I mean, I remember like having opportunities to do that, but like you know, sometimes you know having like insurance is like important because. Forget you get to that age where you're screwed. Yeah, you get to 25 and you don't have insurance. You're like, well, guess I better not do anything the rest of my life because I'm not. I don't want to get hurt or be sick. Yeah, um, I guess that's the other side of that conversation with the MLB and that lockout because we talk about the big money players, but not everyone's making that big money, and so the smaller players are really more um, leaning on that money and getting these contracts right for their situations. So mm-hmm. relative, thankfully relative. Thankfully, majority of them actually have decent sponsorship deals, so they still make a lot of good money off of that, and they'll they'll continue to make that money. So, um, let's segue into something that we all like: college football. College football. Woo! They are not expanding the college football playoff. Sadly, that sad face there. Yeah. Well, they said at least not right now. So their contract right now runs out until twenty twenty five. They'll revisit it near the end of the contract in like two years to see if they want to expand it. What to eight teams is what the number I keep seeing eight, six or eight teams, something like that. Okay. Um, so we'll see. I, 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 by that point, you have Oklahoma and Texas in the SCC. You have the uh, BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati in the Big, Big 12. 12. So maybe we do see that happen. I don't know. Well, let, yeah. let's let's think. Like, so what happens when we if we were to have eight? So who gets who gets in now? Does so obviously Alabama's automatically in because they're Alabama. The other SEC team will probably be one of the other teams. Does that mean what is that conference champ for ACC? I think Big Twelve. Pac-12. I think you'd have to break it out to be like your conference championship game is what gets you in. I mean, I think it's the most fair way. Yeah. I think that's the problem with the, 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 the rankings every year. It's just the transparency of it all. It's like, how do you get to this in the same teams that come up on these rankings or even the undefeated teams that they keep down low? And so I love the idea of expanding it. I think it would need to be a championship conference. I don't, but I mean, really, like I would say it should be top eight. If that's how you're going to do it, that's how I think it should be. 
That was Brett Fairway, though, breaking out because it's money. Yeah. How's that money going to get split up? And that's what's going to really determine it. They make plenty of damn money. But yeah. it always drives money. It always drives the decision making. Yeah. Yeah. In the NCAA. Sadly. No one cares about the kids. It's like, ah, well, we can make a lot of money. Well, now they're definitely not going to care about the damn kids because they're like, oh, screw them. They got their NIL deals. They're going to make their can own we, money. Can we talk about those NIL deals real quick? Like, Absolutely. I, Your thoughts. I, I'd love to know your thoughts on it, man, because we, we I, haven't had this discussion, have we? No. I. So I'm 100% for it. I think all college athletes should get paid for their likeness, should be getting this stuff. But I also think it's a horrible thing for college football. I, I agree mm. with what Lane Kiffin came out and said a couple of weeks ago, where he's like, this is making it so it's harder for smaller schools to recruit decent talent and develop a good team. Because say like a team like LSU or Texas A&M can just wave, Hey, guess what? We got like hundred million dollars sitting over here in NIL deals for our student athletes you know, UCF only has 10 million. Like, come on, what do you want? Like, yeah, how that's you're, you you want to create an equal playing field though. Sports is never an equal playing field. We all know that it's up and down all over the place. Our teams right now are complete dog shit. So um, we have to, there has to be a balance where someone just can't leave school because they got a better NIL deal somewhere else. I that's there's got to be some give and take from each side. Um, don't yeah, get me wrong. There's, I feel like there's got to be like, cause there's, there's got to be like a fair way to do it. So like, if you guys follow like the West Virginia players, cause we're all WVU alum, the one of the biggest NIL dealers right now for WVU is that Toothman Ford dealership. And McDonald's. And McDonald's. They yeah, just got McDonald's so, yesterday. So, like, right now, those guys, like, think about the X amount of m- money they're giving. Like, those guys are getting cars. Those kids are getting freaking free. Ca- I think they're getting, like, a, a free car from them. Yeah, I mean, they're getting free, deal. free cars for however long they're at school. Yeah. I, I don't think it's, like, a free car for life. But I think it's, like, you're there for four years. We're giving you a car for four years. Yeah. But, like, think about that. So, like, if you go to, like, another school, like, a bigger one, say, like, in Alabama, though, they can – promise with their donors all right well we're gonna set you over with this nil deal with with so and so you're gonna get this car and from this bank you're gonna be featured on this bank logo so like i think there's got to be a general amount for like college on what you're able to give these kids because if you don't do that like you said Merritt, oh um, if you want to come to our school, I got ten million for this NIL deal. For their, if you're here for two or three years minimum, or you know this one for five minimum, you get all of the five million right then and there, and depending on if you're a good player or not. So I think it's there's got to be some sort of stipulation to make sure that they're following within the guide a guideline, so that they can't use the NIL deal as an out because. If you think about like the college football right now with the transfer portal is so crazy right now. It's horrible. And that's a whole nother topic that we can go into, but like, it's just pretty much you turned college sports into a free agency of sorts. And now you're the, the, the big ballers in, in the game are now showing what they got and they're getting all these kids just because of their namesake. Now, like, you know, our own alma mater has experienced it itself that people are are moving because they want to be exposed more. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a lot right there. That's a lot, Ronald. I'm sorry. I think, I'm like talking too much. No, you're good. You, got, you really got into it. Like I'm like, yeah. I Kevin's, this, you so. can see Kevin's like deep breathing exercises as he's talking. Yeah. My <laughs> yoga's coming right through. I only took one class yesterday, so that's why I'm breathing a little heavier. I should have taken two, but. You know, I had a day yesterday because I was off. Go ahead, Ron. What, what are your thoughts, sir? Self-care. Um, I really feel like this is just a case of you reap what you sow. I think this is a, this is what happens. This is the results of a long standing of 
not paying your players, not recognizing the work that the athletes put in and just kind of keeping in this uh, system in here that didn't really give players any flexibility, no matter how much money the NCAA made off them, the universities and so on and so on. And so just that uh, tight grip there for the longest time. And now that you've slowly opened up, well, not really slowly, but have opened up the floodgates, which longstanding it needed to be done but now i think this is the overcompensation of that long-standing history with the ncaa and just their refusal to give players any kind of money and to come strict and down and hard on them especially inconsistently too with cases and so like with the transfer portal i can't remember the player's name but several years ago just as an example i remember a guy that was trying to transfer to a different university why because he wanted to care for his mother who was going through a serious health situation and just wanted to be closer by ncaa denied him and so just again the ncaa being the ncaa for so long i am not surprised this is where we're at i say let them eat it is unfortunate very much i agree with the point that the smaller schools are going to hurt the most out of this but i think it's going to take a little bit of leveling out and some just general restrictions but yeah <laughs> i think i think that's uh you get what you get in this yeah. situation I was listening to the Final Four podcast, I think last week or the week before, and they, were, they mentioned the NIL deals and transferring. All they, they go, what happens to someone that, you know, they like, we always talk about the player that, that transferred and did really well or succeeded or was part of a, a championship team, like, like our former safety or cornerback from West Virginia. Hey, guess what? Dude's got a natty now. Good for him. We're playing at Georgia. But what about the guys that leave their school and don't get somewhere else that don't obtain a scholarship somewhere else. Like what happens to them? That I don't percent watch the documentary on that. Like, where do they go? Do they go to a Juco? Do they, do they try to walk on? So like, what, what happens? Like, that'd be cool to find out. Um, so like, a, like another sense of like last chance you, like basically. that's probably what happens to those guys. If anything, and I don't know. I just I, I want the NCAA to figure out what they're gonna do with all of this because it will run rampant, and you'll we'll only see four teams, five teams, whatever in the top five every single year. And I'm never gonna watch college football again. Like, yeah, I mean, right now Alabama is the automatic number one overall seed for the next like ten years until. <laughs> Nick Saban retires <laughs> and then Georgia is the fourth seed because they're probably going to lose to them in the SEC championship. Maybe like, you know, one out of the like three times. So, and then, you know, I don't know who knows who are the other teams would be, you know, with what this year. I mean, if we go back, how many other teams were, have been in the, the final four for college football for the last couple of years? Pretty sure it's been. Clemson. Clemson, Ohio State. Okay, Florida Mich- State was one. Michigan, Michigan, Cincinnati this year, which was big. Cincinnati, uh, um, Georgia State. Jo- well, Georgia's been there in there a few different times. Georgia. Yep. Um, was Oregon? L- did Oregon ever make it? LSU. Yeah, because they won with Joe Burrow. I don't think Oregon. Oregon was close. They but they lost like their conference championship game one year that would have knocked them in. Um, yeah, maybe like eight teams, which would have worked for an eight team playoff in the first place. But you know, teach our own, teach our own. It's the NCAA. We don't shout we don't out to the them. NCAA out here. You know, crushing it. Yeah, seriously, they're horrible human beings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Talking about deals, women's soccer, USA women's soccer just walked off and did a mic drop on everyone today. 24? 22 mil. 22. 22. Now, wait, wait a minute. Is this 22 million for each player or 22 million overall? Overall. Okay. Overall, yes. It is basically... The money that they should have the org, the money that U.S. Women's Soccer Org should have obtained over the lifetime that they've been around, basically, like the extra money that they have missed out on. Um, okay, I saw a tweet and it was pretty funny. It basically said, "Well, hey, women's soccer, USA Women's Soccer, only started what in the '80s, and they've won the World Cup three or four times. 
the mm-hmm. men started way back in the 19 like 20s and they've only made one world cup final appearance and they lost that world cup <laughs> and that was in the 1930s we're almost 100 years later and those motherfuckers ain't even close to making a world cup <laughs> final not even close. not even close what has been the closest the men have ever made it well besides the 1930s uh wasn't it with um Lexi Lawless like then in uh LA or something? Yeah, well, well what did they make? Was yeah, that was that the World Cup final? Was it no, the, no 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 um was like round of 16? Probably. I don't think they've made it to the quarters and not in most recent years. No, they usually don't even make it out of group stage. So yeah. so the fact that like it's about time they got their due. Like, shout out to the women. Let's be real to anybody right now. Like, for most of the casual fans, wouldn't give a damn about soccer until the women put it on in that world, that first World Cup. You know, mm-hmm. they earned their money. They should have gotten it way earlier. The fact that, like, they had to go through all of that to just get their money. It's about time. Super happy for them. You know, just you know, e- fight for equal pay, man, and and they did. You know, I love that. I love watching that documentary on HBO Max, LFG. You know, to see them like night and day week practicing for whatever they were playing for, whatever team they're playing for, and then the that night they're talking to their lawyers, trying to go ahead and like figure out what is the deals and the contracts that are like, you know, they're gonna fix everything, but. You know, super happy for them. I'm too. Absolutely. Say it louder for them in the back. Also, yeah. you're right, Merritt. Spot on. The Lala's years in um, 94, round of 16. Wow. Wow. Straight you're on sh- that. I, I Did I not say round of 16? You just said round of 16. I was a straight shot in the dark because, like, all I can remember is Lexi Laws and that stupid red goatee he had and the red, long, ugly hair. Um so that's wow! I that was a shot in the dark. Um, yeah, but um, apparently not their most, uh, not the most recent. They did make it in round sixteen in twenty ten and twenty fourteen. Hmm. It's really just the more upsetting part. That's that like the qualification in twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, who they, that twenty sixteen is that still like Landon Donovan mm, and Clint something? Clint D- uh, Dempsey. And Dempsey. Yeah, Clint Dempsey. Dempsey played longer than Donovan, which was good because Donovan is just a pansy. <laughs> um, I've I've seen Clint Dempsey play live for the Portland. No, he was on the Tim. Well, I don't remember if he was on the Timbers, but I went to a Portland Timbers game, MLS. Oh my god, that I would hundred percent recommend it to any sport fan. It is amazing. Oh, the Timbers. Oh my god, I've heard a so, lot of great things about the Timbers. Yeah, so much fun. Like they have a guy with a saw whenever they score they just start cutting a huge piece of like tree i'm like what the heck when they like when they start chanting there's like green and yellow um dust that they throw up like confetti dust up in the air i'm like it's all it's always bumping and jumping so it's like an old like baseball stadium they converted into a full soccer field and everything so it's cool I 100% recommend it because they love their sports out there. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what awesome. we got. Um, Add that to the bucket list. Oh, yeah, 100%. I highly recommend it. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Kevin? Yes. Who do you got on night? Well, you know, in celebration of All-Star Weekend, I haven't worn a basketball jersey since, I think, when I was since Hawaii when I wore, wore my Latrell Sprewell jersey in the islands. So I decided to bring back a very, very tight John Morant jersey that's on me right now. Uh, very, very tight. Very tight because this long sleeve is very, very baggy. So it's making my chest look absolutely incredible. But that's why the, the camera is chest up to show the guns. But uh, this is the throwback of Memphis Grizzlies jersey. It reminds me of when... They first moved to Memphis in 2001 when you're talking Pau Gasol era, J. Will White chocolate era. This is my favorite, like, jersey I always grew up with. Goal I'm trying to find is a Jason Williams jersey with this whole, like, font. It's just – I just don't want to put that much money towards it. 
So I just got to like find and work my ways around it. Sorry for the text. It's just, I have work people texting me right now, but I promise I will go on mute in a moment. Mm-hmm. But um, yep. Whatever that, you say. Is, that is my Jersey today. Uh, shout out to Nike for making the, these jerseys. Shout out to the Grizzlies for doing them again. And I hope that they do another version of these so I can get another one. I just want right, the- What is your hat? Is that a Bulls hat? No, 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 no. I almost um, thought it was a Bulls hat by the font. So, so 47 brand, um, which everyone knows the hat company and overly expensive clothing company that they make. Um, on their website, they do random hats or shirts or t-shirt like whatever you want to do um and so i was like ah that sounds like fun let's just get random hats this is one of my random hats it's a berkeley college of music hat that is in awesome boston though. that is like, so cool i was like i have to keep this because it's a boston school but like i have no idea about anything about berkeley besides it's a music school oh and my god <laughs> um so that's like funny. Like I did the same thing. Um, Cause you know, Merritt uh, and everybody on the podcast knows I'm a big wrestling nerd. So I, I've recently been buying like these mystery boxes of like wrestling tees for $2. So I have like a couple that oh, I will be breaking out in the next couple of weeks, but it's just like, oh, what the F is this? And I don't know what it is. So I had to like Google some of them, but yeah, those are, but honestly, it's it's for the fun of it. Oh yeah. So what's, what's the time range on those tees? Are they just like kind of like newer, like older, or like just wide range? You don't know. It's really a wide range. So um, I get my bundle from a website called Pro Wrestling Tees. They do a lot of tees for wrestlers that aren't necessarily in the quote unquote big leagues, the big money leagues. So like, it's their way of being able to make money. Uh, while they're out and about so like whenever you go to an indie show uh, a lot of the indie guys will partner with pro wrestling tees so they can get shirts made and make some extra money and they partner with them so if they're going to a show they can get contact them and be like hey i'm going to the show in new jersey can i get you know a couple of these shirts to sell at my gimmick table and then they have them there for them and provide them at a timely manner so that when they go out on the road they got tees to sell and they make some money while they're on the road so it's a really it's really cool thing especially for those guys that are that you know starving on the indies and just looking to you know just try to make their living you know they're really really super nice about it they try to give you deals um if you like guys remember the last couple of weeks the merit the oh yeah broski of the week shirt that that yeah. was one on the 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 merch table so you know you know you put up those monies because they come in so they can come in and perform and you know, they come out with a big envelope of money when they leave. Hey, big envelope of money sounds, sounds excellent, awesome right? to me. Ron, what, what, what hat we got on, Ron? I see we got, is that a New Balance hat? That's a New Balance sneaker your, hat. To go it with your Amazing T. Yep, so just a nice, simple, classic hat with the 574 out in the front of it. And then just had to show some love. I love I've it. this since our last episode here. Crushing it. So yeah, decided to keep it simple. Just more of a classic fit here. Also got to live into, feed into the dad vibes. And so as my wife likes to say, because <laughs> like I put the hat on and it immediately just started giving me the eyes. And so I was like, okay, I know it's working now. <laughs> but I wanted to follow up. And so fun fact for y'all. Um, so back in the day, used to work for Target. But met some along the way. And someone, and one of those persons um, was actually this chick who her dream was to become a professional wrestler. And so what I remember was she would wrestle locally, just go to the Tampa area, like some backyard shit, come um, next day to her shift and like be all bruised up, banged up, but it was just another day for her. And so she really was about it. And so that was what, a few years ago, make, um, yeah, like maybe uh, four or five years ago that we had crossed paths. And so I still follow her on Instagram. It's not like we're tight or anything, but I can't happen to notice that um, she's just making moves out here and just growing and growing. And so hasn't hit the big market, but I swear I think she was on AEW um, Dark. There we go. Really? Yeah. And so she had made her way up there and the match got broadcasted on YouTube. And so I thought that I was just like, 
I just admire the hustle. She really wanted to make it happen. And here she is doing it, even though I don't really fuck with her. Like, she's What's out What's her here. name? Catalina Perez. K-A-T-A-L-I-N-A Perez? Yeah, and so what I'll do is just send Oh, is she like the... Hold on. Oh, I think I... Oh, yep. I literally... I literally found the right person right on the dot. The nice. queen pen. Oh, she's like a champion at other organizations. She got a little, yeah, because AEW is the main thing that everybody is like big on right now. That if you talked about on our wrestling podcast, it's all of myself, Leland, Joe Mack, and Cyrus are all big fans of. Yeah, now that's that's really cool. So she really is making moves. Yeah, I've always uh, respected the hustle and like here she out. And so even when I just like uh, just wasn't even working with her anymore, just always following can't help but uh, respect it. So I wanted to just shout that out for her. Yeah, shout out to Catalina Perez doing it up in AEW. Yo, man, it's if there are those people that are like really trying to live their wrestling dream, this time is the time because now there's a bunch of places to work. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool, Ron. That's a nice little fun fact there. Yeah. Always like to drop them little gems. That's pretty cool, bro. So, did y'all see where Carter's going now? Yo, go oh, to the box. Yo, I was like, I was so sad to see that he got dropped for on Krogish, but Ugh, it's actually dude. really nice to see that he got picked up quickly. And so, Milwaukee, I immediately see what they're doing there um, with adding Javon into the mix, into that um, backcourt. And so just that defense, really scouting I, on that defense. I think he'll fit a lot better with Milwaukee, too, than Brooklyn. As much as I loved how he's close by and local to me, I think he'll fit in way more in Milwaukee just with the type of play they have. Um, I think they need guard help anyway as well. Because, like, aren't, don't they have some injured guards as well? Yeah, they do. Um, a lot of them are out right now. So. so this is honestly perfect timing for him. He can go ahead and get some minutes to prove himself. And then when those guys come back injured, then he might have a spot in the rotation if he plays well. Because I know, like, in Phoenix, he got he got beat out by freaking Cameron Payne. So we never saw him in the finals. So Payne sucks. I, yeah, I know, don't. I hear you. So it, it'll be nice to see him maybe get some moves in Milwaukee, you know, express a little bit of that pressure defense like he did back at Dove V, which he's been known for. And yeah, I'm excited for him. Me too. I think yeah. keep it simple. Don't overthink it. Play defense, hit your shots, and like play his role. Yes. It'll be all right. And like you said, he fits better in Milwaukee, I think. Yeah, especially with all those stars. I feel like that's a lot of pressure for a role player to like, you know, you got, and then of course with no, Jersey with New oh, sorry, Jersey. Brooklyn's whole deal where you know you gotta remember road games, you gotta fit in Kyrie to go play. So it's like it's a never-ending cycle. And he's just he was too buried down the bench with like Patty Mills, Bruce Brown. This is gonna be a nice start, fresh start for him, so he can, you know, pick it up out here. Yeah, it'll be good. I think getting that fresh start is the biggest thing for him. I was hoping he actually signed with the Celtics because they need guard help, um, especially on the defensive side behind <laughs> smart and white, which is great, but otherwise they have Peyton pressure, which I like, but they need, need a little bit more there. Um, <laughs> Kevin, do you want to jump into your trivia or, or do you want me to start this last little bit of, you know, what I have written up here because I didn't write crap for this episode. Well, let's go. Let's <laughs> definitely talk about AI going off on the NBA 75 and T Mac not making it for sure. Oh God. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Dude, oh, yeah. Well, number one, I'm not going to lie. I couldn't believe I was having a versus of highlights with <laughs> T Mac and Iverson, which I thought was hilarious. But, you know, I mean, you can't you can say AI is wrong. I no. mean, if, if there is one person that, you know, made people look silly, Tracy McGrady was it. I mean, of course, the only thing that probably was holding him back was maybe a title. But let's be real for a second. If I would have rather have Tracy McGrady on there than someone maybe like Dame Dollar, who we still don't haven't finished his career yet, or Anthony Davis, 
even because I, I definitely think Tracy McGrady's numbers held up well for his time frame. You know, like, and we could go on and on. We had a whole episode about who would have been a better fit on the NBA 75, but T Mac is the one. And then if you, and if, if you watch the, when they picked the NBA 75 with teams, the one of the first wild cards to go was for T Mac because he was that hell of a good of a score. Um, maybe I'm just a biased guy because T Mac is one of my favorite players like ever, but. Yeah, no, I I hundred percent agree. T Max should have been in the top seventy five. Um, he's not even just a great scorer; he was a great all around player. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to put anyone up against, like, say, Kobe or you know, late in his prime, late in his years, you know, Jordan, I'd say you put up T Mac, and they're gonna duke it out all night, and that, that's. But the NBA is kind of biased towards certain things, and we all know that. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think I remember that ESPN episode. It was like Kobe and T Mac because they were like interviewed at like an AAU tournament. And Kobe said that, like, the one person that I was scared of was this guy because he's a taller version of me. And like, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was it, he was like the because he was so lengthy, he was acrobatic, you know, and he and later on in his career, he like fell into like the reserve role that like Vince Carter like was able to do as well. And even though he didn't win his title also. Yeah. Tracy McGrady is one that I wish got one for sure. Yeah. Damn shame. I think that's all. Just damn shame. Because you guys said it all like nothing really for me to add there. <laughs> <laughs> 100% agrees, so I'll leave it at that. Fun so fact, give me, what's up? my favorite, my first ever jersey is a Tracy McGrady authentic jersey, champion jersey. Ooh. Still have it till this day. Can still fit over my body somehow. And I'll never forget that I lied about my grades so I can get trick my dad to buy that jersey for me. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be an honor roll next, next March grade. I'm going to be good. Got my my got my report card back in the mail before I did. He saw all the B's and C's. I got in so much trouble that 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 day, but you, it was worth it. It was worth it. On a on that same similar notes, I have a 2007-2008 Paul Pierce championship. Mitchell and Ness on the way. I'm so excited for off. that. Ooh. Wait, did you say forty? Thirty. That's still I'm about to say phenomenal. that is 30. still phenomenal. And so I'll take it. I'm excited about it. Yes, but I can't wait. Have to, uh, excuse me for a moment because my pregnant wife is texting me. And so I just want to just check on her for a moment. You're you you fine. Thing. You got you got to take care of the wifey. You know that she's kind of more important than us. Sometimes, sometimes, only sometimes. <laughs> um, but now let's let's jump into this. Kevin, this is this is on you. Um, I'm not sure if Ronald left us. I think he might have. Um, bye, Ronald. We'll see you later. No, I'm still here, just going off camera for a moment. Okay, all good. You know, you're you're good. Oh um, yeah. So everybody, Kevin is so excited for this part um, of the episode. Um, so tonight, like I said, we were supposed to have a, a basically almost like a roundtable discussion, have some fun, um, do some trivia. Well, trivia man himself, Mr. Kevin Cueva, still has his trivia. We will be doing some trivia tonight with Ronald. I'm going to probably fail miserably at this trivia because I don't even remember half the stuff we've talked about. So, yeah, let's let's just I'm super excited for this because like I'm giving you guys. So for those that are watching on YouTube or listening, a lot of the questions I have are some that if you simply have seen the episode, those are questions about that. Some are a little bit in depth. So if you listen to the episode, those would be good. So Merritt, I had like, so when you told me it was going to be Kaylee, Leland, and Ronald, I specifically gave each of those three a special question for their episode in which they would know. Okay. So like, for example, I'll read Kaylee's off. So Kaylee's was, where is it? So hers was, 
episode okay. 10 we featured ronald can you hear me yeah i can hear you let right. me just uh no i'm just gonna interrupt you for a second i very much hate to do this but you have time i can i got one trivia question in me and i got oh. off oh okay so, you're good i got yeah. you i got you all right ronald so so I figure is, gonna be i'm gonna to give episode, you just the one yes it is all good so then that means i could save the rest of this for another Ooh, time you can Yes. So, yeah, Ronald, I'm to come back for a Hunger Games style. So, yeah, what is it, my guy? Yes. All right. I gotta make sure I give you a good one. Hold on. Let me scroll. Okay. So, Ronald, during our twenty episodes, welcome to the twentieth episode. We've had two mailbag episodes. What episodes were they? Oh, okay. I'm actually supposed to interest. <laughs> Call out the actual episode for the mailbags. All right. Just so, episode numbers. Just episode numbers. I'm trying to just I was episode seven, if I recall. Yep. And so I believe episode nine was no. I'm going to go with episode eight was a mailbag episode. Eight is one. And then this is where it might get a little fuzzy. And so let's go with episode 12. Ooh, you were close. It was actually episode 14. Okay. Slightly. And it was like in that. I was like my original answer was it was between 14 and 15. And then I bumped that up. Yes. And so, how many more mailbag episodes do we have? Like one more? No. So, it was only, we've only had two mailbag episodes throughout our 20. Episode eight, right after yours. And then episode 14, which is the, no, yes, episode 14, because that is the episode that came back from COVID. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah yes. That's right. Missing yes. COVID over here. Ronald, you sure you I can't give you one more? I wanted to give you yours, your question. Uh, all right, go ahead. Go yes. Ahead. You can explain it to so, my life afterwards. Episode seven, we had our first guest, which was you. So you discuss your favorite teams and your and which came from your first love soccer. What was the team that you told us that episode? DC United. There you go. See, I'm out here. I'm out here. <laughs> You're funny. So oh, I will say I, I'll make I'll make a few seconds for this because I very much want to take the time since this got brought on, but by the way, oh. my mosh, Jeff Staples, Pigeon Runners. Those are pretty. Like yeah, that's that are... alone, but the shoe those... itself, beautiful, just comfy, just the detailing, the material. Again, we talked about that. This man did not miss the terry cloth with the insole there. Just again, the, the goddamn pigeon. I just love the goddamn pigeon. Yeah, the pigeon the I think is the is dope. The stable going across, and then um, just here, Sean's uh, it's right here. Like something simple, nothing crazy. That's but I do dope. have to acknowledge that the box is insane. Wow. Yeah, and the man took a lot of time to just design something unique, design something that just don't be the pigeons. The profile. I like how they did the and, tape when they circled the size. Like it was like trying to like tape up like the box as dope. Yeah. And so just homeboy didn't miss and nothing but love and support from Mosh here. And so I'm happy that yeah. I got these and that I can um, uh, show them with you guys, especially with the, just like not having them, but they were still in my top five. But um, with that, I got to get going. I appreciate yes. you guys. Go take care of what you got to do. Here yeah, absolutely. Ronald. Being on. So peace y'all. Peace. We'll see you soon. All right. So, Merritt, oh. yeah, those were top, top of my questions. Maybe what can I give? Let's see if I can give you oh, God. one of yours. Oh, boy. Oh, right. boy. I'm so this, hey, I'm going to give you this is one of them. Okay. So we're celebrating 20 episodes of Manly Musings. But according to Apple Podcasts, we have 21. Right. One of our episodes is posted twice. Which episode is that? Well, Technically, the first episode is posted twice. The introduction episode yes. is posted twice. Perfect. But we are at 21 in this season. 
because of the episode with Christy that got split into two episodes, technically. Yes, yes. So my answer was episode one. Yeah, the first one got like has like a thousand listens to it because it's 20 seconds long. <laughs> All right, and let me give you this. This is about you too. Oh god. All right. So episode one, Merritt discusses his cousin who works for a basketball team for a division one school as a student manager, which is one of the reasons he was inspired to get into sports. Name that school. Oh, Louisville. Look at that. See, okay. you know, you, thought, you know, you know a lot about him, I, but I, thought, I will hold the rest of these. I thought it was going to be harder. hundred percent. thought it was going to be tougher. No, no, no. So the, I, I made it the trivia. So like, I wanted everyone to at least less listen to episode one and two. So like, I'll give you this. This will be my last question. I will definitely ask you because I think I, I could save the rest from when we get everyone on for like maybe episode 30. Okay. All right. Ready for this one? All right. Here. So this is episode two. Kevin discusses his favorite teams. One of them being the University of Kentucky in which he became an accidental fan by following one of his older cousins with his wardrobe choices. What was that wardrobe choice? The UK hat. Yes. <laughs> See? So I made it so that people would at least listen to one and two. Yeah. And then the rest of my questions could have been simple as what was the title of our episode? What was our theme okay. for the episode? So, for example, one of them is when we started the infamous theme of our jerseys and hats. No, four. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it was four. Um, so that was when we decided like this is when it's gonna start. Okay. Yeah. So it's a good time. So what I think I'm thinking I'm not. I won't share the rest of these questions because I I'm probably gonna be able to add on more questions as we have, according to our podcast, uh, since we'll be recording more episodes. Um. We haven't been yeah. canceled yet, so yeah, you're you're good. Yes, yeah, so can we not get canceled? I don't think so. I don't think we're we're not in any hot water like some other people on podcasts, which will not say his name. Um, yeah, 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 for but, sure. Yeah, no, I think we're good. Um, I've got nothing else, Kevin. Do you? Um, I don't have anything else. Uh, you know, Ronald had to do some uh duties, so no, all good there. Uh, wish we could have did a little bit more trivia, but that's totally fine because now we have another set for another episode. Oh, yeah. So that'll be a nice little to be continued. I was going to say, um, what is our ending trivia? Okay. Um, what NFL team was originally called the New York Titans? It's got to be the Jets. There you go. Look at that. Look at you. You literally got that. that. Like, I was like, this one shouldn't be that hard, but. The only reason I do know that is because I used to have the fitted when they had, when they used to come wear on the field that said like New Titans of New York. Oh, yep. Yep. I forgot about the, the yeah, that. where it was like that. It was the ugly pit colored. Like, yeah, it's the blue with the like really dark yellow or dark gold, whatever. Yeah. It looks bad. Yeah. Well, yes. everybody, I think that's, that's it. Yeah. Week. That is it this week. Uh, oh, boy. We were going to have, like, a bunch of guests. All good. Life happens. But shout out to Ronald again for being on here. Um, we're tr- trying. I'm trying to work on getting some more guests. Um, I know my hometown homies, who you are all familiar with in the wrestling episode, because you kept hearing them during that episode, trying to convince them to join us on this podcast. They always say that they'd love to join, but then they, you know, they give me the well, I don't know what I can talk about. There'd be plenty that we'd talk about. But um, we literally just talked for an hour about ra- the most random sport topics we could have talked about tonight. Yeah, but it worked out as easy as possible. Yeah, it's easy. Just talk, guys. That's all you got to do. You know um, what I think should be an amazing subject for us, too? I'd love to know, like, you have your TV on in the background. It could be, like, what game are you watching right now? What game are you watching right now, if I may ask? Uh, Kansas versus Kansas State is on. Okay. 
I thought like, since I put moved my TV and made it look nice in here that I was like, I'll just put a sports game on. I'll be like a real podcaster radio show where they have sports stuff going on all the time. Yeah, that's true. Real I mean, live I, think, updates. I think the one thing I'd love for our podcast, our podcast to have is a sponsor. So if anybody's listening to this, I would love to sponsor. Give me a little ad read. I'll read it on the on here. Me and Mary will both read it. If you want to pitch something, let us know. Hit us up on, you know, the DMs. We're we'll, all we'll, about it. We'll do anything. You want us to wear like a cool hat? Yo, I'm, we're here. Yeah. Let's we'll, get it. We'll do anything. We're, we, well, besides sell ourselves, we will do anything. Fact, for, fact, for, 100%. For, for a little bit extra money. And we might sell a little bit. I'm not sure how far we'll go, though. But just, just not all the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit. But, Kevin, get us out of here. All right. All right, guys. So, outro, outro time is here. So once again, thank you again for listening. Happy episode 20. For those that have stayed with us for 20 episodes, we appreciate you. Continue with us on this amazing journey that we've been having. Thank you to Merritt for allowing me to be a part of this journey with you. I thoroughly enjoy it. But down to business. So make sure you go watch us. If you don't want to hear us on Apple Podcasts, love for you to give us some reviews on Apple Podcasts. You only have three. We could use a little bit more. So listen to us on Apple Podcasts. If Give us some love. Please. We only have three reviews. I need more reviews. That would be amazing. Um, also, subscribe to our YouTube page, the uh, Manly Music Podcast. Come follow me, all of us, on Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod on Instagram. We're at 83 followers. There are four followers within the last week, which is cool. So I'd love to get us to 100. So if you know anyone that would like to follow me, and the podcast that'd be amazing follow merit on his instagram at merit underscore p follow me at kquaver 634 and again as they say out here take care spike your hair good night y'all this is